Good evening, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening, Michael. It was great to explore feeling bad last weekend, last Sunday in that workshop. It was fabulous. Yes, to explore it and once again realize, yes, yes, we don't (laughs) want to do (laughs) Yes, yes. Ten years of dropping it. It's great. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and 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 we have been correct to do that. That has been the correct approach. Wonderful. That's awesome. Great. Sherry, I have announcements here to start with. Okay. Great. Thank you. Sure. Suffering is possible only through comparing two things and finding them finding one of them unsatisfactory. Join our workshop this Sunday, June 25th, to discover how ego uses comparison to keep you discontented and dissatisfied. This workshop is offered by donation. Sherry, that first sentence was extraordinary to me. That suffering is possible only through comparing two things and finding one of them unsatisfactory. It's genius. Yeah, isn't isn't that isn't that just astonishing? <laughs> yes, I mean I thought I always knew what comparison was, but the way it's framed there just makes it crystal mm-hmm. clear. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one is that, and that one is better. That one is worse. And yeah. <laughs> it, you, you know, it, it's that thing again where. Um, you know, we're told no two fingerprints are alike, no two snowflakes are alike. Like, that's a big deal. As if any two things are alike. No two things are alike. Yeah. No two things are ever alike. So, yeah. yeah. And when that when we start comparing, there we are. We get very unhappy very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Our Reflective Listening Buddies program offers awareness practitioners unique support. It requires participants to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. A new quarter of this popular program starts July 15th. Do you find that your efforts to keep a commitment are sabotaged by conditioning? The Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, also beginning July 15th, pairs participants with a buddy for accountability and support during this compassionate training. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Yes, indeed. Stay tuned in, huh? Stay tuned, yes. And a few reminders for tonight. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make a show. And a conversation of about five minutes on one topic is great. And I think we're ready here, Sherry. All right. First caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Laura C. Hello. 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 Is there an echo or is it just me? There he is. Okay, let me see what I can do here. Okay, I put it on speakerphone. Is that any better? Way better. No echo. Excellent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 
So, um, (laughs) (laughs) where to begin? (laughs) So, um, I, I, on Tuesdays, I, I work till seven and I had a cancellation earlier today and I was like, it's at five o'clock. I can call in. It's just, I just love that. Um, yeah, I just love that experience. So, um, that it drops in. Right? Because you weren't you weren't thinking anything about it. But nope. then suddenly it just drops in. Yep. You're just guided. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So right when I was dialing in, as I kind of sat with like the possibility of, you know, just well, actually what the, I was looking at, okay, what am I looking at? Um this the the emotion kind of comes up really quickly um, lately, and um, ego wants to create an embarrassment around that, and um, and like there's literally nothing in this moment for me to cry about. Like so, uh, um, it, one time in a in a retreat in uh, Northern or uh, South Carolina. I think I brought up the same question. I was feeling really embarrassed about it. And you said to me, well, you're just really good at crying. Like, we could just let that not be a problem. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it goes back to what Michael was just pointing out about the workshop that's coming up this weekend, right? Because Mm -hmm. where where does that come from? There's some sort of standard in the world about when a person should cry and how much where they are, what's going, you know, all, all of the, where, and, and of course, the common thing about that is not now, not you, not this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's never a good time never. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a, a process that I'm working with right now is um, looking at this uh, karma in my life around self-abandonment. Mm-hmm. And and so um, watching how that happens and and um, and then then noticing how um, as I'm practicing with right the people closest to me in my life, which is you know my children and my husband, is um, noticing as I'm practicing not abandoning, is that I don't always do that skillfully, and um, yeah, I, I don't know really what to say. After who, 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 who says so, Laura? Hmm. So, it, it, you know, so I, I go through life and, um, and I, I have a lot of conditioning not to speak up, not to especially speak up for myself, right? And then I decide, well, I'm going to give it a shot. And so I start speaking up for myself. And here comes a voice that says, well, that wasn't skillful. Well, you didn't do that very well. Well, that was a mistake. Huh. There's, where's the voice that says, who cares? <laughs> Good job. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. 
what just dropped in right then when you were saying that is um which I was just saying to someone I was working with right before this call was um, being able to trust in the innate goodness of who you are that um, like there's an assumption that I'm doing it wrong right coming uh-huh. from that orientation that the opposite of that orientation versus if um, if there is something to learn in it like I'll 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 be open to that too. Well, here's here's the thing. You know, this is my my the constant drum that I beat on, right? So there's ego being in charge of your life. No, Lord, you can't say that. Don't no no don't don't no. That's not just okay. That voice kind of familiar. Yep. Yeah. And so, now again, you decide that you're going to speak because you're going to speak up for yourself because you've also been getting messages that you really should. Kind of a doormat, right? People take advantage of you. I mean, why why should you have to be the one who always... Right? So there's the other side of the duality. So you're getting ping-ponged back and forth between those those, uh, sets of messages, right? So that's ego's game. You're, as you know, you are the ping pong ball. One side of the duality has a paddle, the other side has a paddle, and they're just smacking you back and forth. Right. So ego is completely invested in this staying exactly the way it is because it's winning the game. Yeah. So you're going to step outside of that. You're going to say, you know, I'm tired of being smacked around. I'm going to actually leave this game. Well, you think that's going to be well-received? Right. No, you're not going to be allowed to leave this game. But what you just realized, or I'm sure you've realized it before, but what you just said is, the reason that you've been willing to be smacked around like that is because you believed the messages that you were getting, which we do, right? On one side of the duality, when you're identified with, Ego on that side, you believe that. Then you get smacked over to the other side, you're identified with ego on that side, and you believe that. And, and when we're on one side of a duality, we can't imagine the other side. Then we go to the other side, we can't imagine the previous side. Right. right? That's the way it's set up. And what you just said is, if there's anything about you, about your life, about life in general, that you need to know you will receive that message in exactly the way it dropped in <gasps> five o'clock. <laughs> calling to open air. You'll receive it exactly like that. No shoulds, no pressure, no blame, no negativity at all. Just here, here, Laura. Here's here's some information. Yeah. And that's what we have to learn to trust. And the argument for trusting it, of course, is that what, what we've been doing is so hateful and so hideous. How could it be any worse? <laughs> now, when I say things like that, people start in with, well, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad because you're not paying attention. Right. 
Right? But when you start paying attention, yeah, it's that bad. It's your one and only light, and you don't get to have it because this voice is telling you how you are and how you should be, how you need to be, everything that's wrong with you constantly. That's not that bad. Really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've had this um this uh these more moments than not of this um awareness of well well, let me just I'll just let me say it. Is that um I'm I'm I really want to practice choosing this person over anything else. You really want to practice choosing the the human awesome. incarnation we call Laura over everything else. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And that Good choice. Used to, that used to terrify me. And even though the, mm-hmm. the fear, ego, right, that can still be there, like mm-hmm. to not consider that feels less and less of an option, right, every moment. Yes, because, Laura, because what you're in the process of doing is proving to yourself the goodness that is your inherent being. So what you're saying in that is that's what you want to choose. You're not saying, I want to choose ego, Right. I want to loll around eating bonbons and drinking beer and uh, watching soap operas. That's not what you're saying. You're saying, I want to be all that this human incarnation can be. And the only way to be that is to choose it. Yeah. 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 That's it. And ego starts screaming, You'll be selfish. You'll be horrible. You'll no, you won't. And that's what you have to prove to yourself. No, you won't. And I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> right. Ego will. Right. But I won't. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Thank you. Yeah, because you know, just one other thing about that. Before before I let you go. Um, Happy people are kind. Happy people are generous, joyful, grateful, and want to be kind and share happiness and want happiness and well-being for everyone and everything on the planet. Why would they not? They're happy. They're complete. They have everything they want and need. It's ego-driven people who are stuck in fear and endless greedy desires that are hateful. So to, to grab the courage to say, no, I, I, I have this human incarnation and what I want to do with it is bring unconditional love to all it is. I have received that. I know it exists. I know it's possible. I want to give it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
even if it stirs up other people's stuff. Oh, of course it'll stir up other people's stuff. Yes, yeah. because ego has them <laughs> in its grip as well. Yeah. But keep this in mind. Keep this in mind, okay? The Buddha went against everything that his society said was important, right? You think when his young wife uh, woke up and realized he had abandoned her with a small child, even though, of course, she was a princess, but that aside, right, (laughs) she was an unhappy girl, right? And she went on, as did his son, to become his students because they saw what was possible. They saw the change in him and realizing it was possible in them, that's what they chose. Staying in ego, being one more uh, identified egocentric person uh, is not a help to anybody. And if people are upset for a while, they'll be fine. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. Glad your person canceled. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, Laura. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Laura. Sure, that was such a powerful conversation to see that taking care of myself is taking care of everyone, taking care of life. That's right. That's exactly it. Yeah. And again... We have to prove to ourselves that, that by taking care of ourselves, we become less egocentric, not more egocentric. It's a lack of care that makes people frightened and greedy. Mm, yes. Indeed. Yeah. Sherry, we're going to break for a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. And Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. All right. Thanks, Michael. And I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Tracy, who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in the Summer of Sangha. Welcome, Tracy. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. (laughs) It's here. It's here. We've been talking. We've had several good newses talk and all kinds of things talking about leading up to it. But to be talking about someone who has participated, how fun is that? Wow! Yeah, it's and and so much about the last conversation. Just, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just pointed to just the 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 process around what is available when we're available. Mm. What is available when we're available? And say more about your experience here. (laughs) Well, it's so interesting when I, um, before getting on the call, like there's so many different things to touch on. And like narrowing it down to um, a couple of of like process places. Um, one is it, it, the last conversation reminded me of just the process of choosing the Marasanga. 
And that when the invitation came out, like feeling that immediate like, yes. And Mm. then um, like in the year-long assignment this week of, you know, seeing how we're spiritual beings trying to get human, then it was all the logistics and how's that going to happen and when's it going to happen and how are these pieces going to go together and, and, and we, we talk a lot about there's no differentiation between practice and life, like practice is life. And yeah. it was so wonderful just, just taking a step. And, um, you know, for me it was, you know, either a couple of days drive or take a flight or, well, it's just, you know, check in the boat and, and you know, all the various logistics and, 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 you know, some of them took a little bit of time and what I would, and, and just, you know, like we talk about letting things unfold, sometimes there would be an opening and of like, oh, yes, you know, we're just moving in some destruction. And then sometimes there would be like that, <laughs> I don't know about this one. And um, if it was like for me, like the was, was renting a car, I, I just wasn't sure, you know, it's, everything is new. I don't know what it's like to be there. Am I going to need a car? And, and, you know, looking at maps and trying to get a sense of, of, you know, what's necessary and what is not necessary. And and this was a piece that just wasn't clear. And uh-huh. it was really just so wonderful to drop into presence and and just be with that, um, like, in, and do that spirit of inquiry of, like, what's important. And as I was looking at the maps of the area, like it's really, I, I was really excited about exploring the area also while I was there. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, and so well, you've been exploring. Go ahead. Just even exploring. Oh, just, and, and so there was that, like, I want to continue exploring, um, uh, exploring actually renting a car because I kept getting stopped at the price of it. And, gotcha, and, gotcha. and instead well, of stopping, then like something dropped in and I was like, oh, go this route. And then I looked it in, in a, um, a certain place that um, life offered and, and, you know, there's a couple hundred dollars savings and, you know, it just all worked. And don't you love that? Because it just starts with that place of, you know, you talked about that initial yes, right? The, the yes is there. And then it's still one of the places I think conditioning gets us it starts to move the needle towards the no is in the actual logistics. But what you're pointing mm-hmm. at is if we use that as a workshop, then, then we don't get stopped. And then you actually got to be here and including you got to actually really be on the property um, sort of in that quote camping kind of a way. And so maybe you could tell us a little bit about what it was like actually practicing on the, the new property. You know, Jen, it was like um, it felt. It felt like you know I've had the opportunity to practice at the the Zen Monastery Peace Center in Northeast California, and which was so wonderful and so in every way. And we were the structure of of that, of being there. You know, with meals were included, and mm. you know there was a wake up bell and. And practicing at this new property, we had specific um, times. Uh, it was 10 to 5 when I was there, 
where there were practice offerings, and then outside of those times, we got to choose, you know, how we wanted, you know, what we wanted to attend to. And so we got to choose on how to attend to basic needs, which the the structure of the monastery in Murphy's had, had a lot of that set up for us. And yeah, I, very, I partic- very much so. <laughs> yeah, and I particularly enjoyed that. It felt mm-hmm. like, like I love watching the geese, you know, and the little baby geese uh-huh. stay really close to their moms, and, you know, their moms are, like, yeah. finding food for them. And then when they get a little bigger, they get, you know, the parents let them, you know, go a little bit further away. <laughs> so I feel like it's just this, like, we're growing up with practice. And I just mm-hmm. love that I got to continue with the rhythm of the, you know, morning practices that I do at home and, you know, how I choose to tend to my body in terms of when I go to bed and what types of, you know, food choices I make. And, and so that I got to um, just like keep that, you know, how I care for um, both the body and also the, you know, my meditation practice and recording and listening practice, um, you know, that I just, and, you know, already have that, that, that just cares for the being in a way that I was like available when, you know, the practice offerings happened. Yeah, and, I, and to, uh, there are a couple of themes that you've already touched on that I've heard a number of people talk about since being here. One is that sense of growing up as a Sangha. And so going from having really quite a structured experience on um, some pastor treats and at the monastery and that sort of thing. And we're not set up for that here in many ways, but it's so interesting how it's like that that growing up spiritually, it's almost appropriate that we have this, the physical space that we have now because it gives some room for that practice that you're pointing at. There's guidance. There are groups. There, um, you know, there are other offerings. There, are, you know, actually, there's a beautiful offering that's happening where people can meet one on one to talk about things like. Um, do you want to use recording and listening with a certain thing that's going on with you and how might that look? Or do you want to work on a process map around a particular thing you're looking at? So there are all these structures that you can opt into, but we really are left, aren't we, in the structure to have ultimate responsibility for our own practice. We are, Jen, and just as you were mentioning, like within the structure that is put into place, um, you know, guidance with Sherry and, and, and an opportunity to, to be with Ashwini on working with a specific process. It just felt just like magical. I don't even know how to express it. Like I can feel emotion coming up, but like we, I think we can only get as far as we can on our own. <laughs> and exactly. then we have these yeah. insights and then I could bring in um, and have, you know, guidance around like how specifically can I work with this process? And then, and and having guide like being with the guide, and like I'm I'm I just always just it's like I I I'll never like it feels like and I just keep wearing the word magical, but you know it's like you know through years of practicing like we can bring these little snippets and snippets and snippets, and then the guide can just see something that I just don't know if I could ever see on my own. And then that's offered, and then this whole thing opens up, and I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) And that's the part that, you know, even being virtual for years, it's been 
fabulous, but there is something yeah. about being in person Amen. and having that Amen. spaciousness of being on the property, yeah. and it's beautiful yeah. and lush with vegetation, and I mean, it's yeah. just fabulous. And then, so it just it feels like that again, that place of just expansive, expansive. Mm. Um, Mm. Uh, yeah. Just it's like yeah. it's both like life guiding, and then you're like blown open to yeah. like yeah. just be in a way that um, again there was like a part about you know a wellspring just bubbling up in the the year long focus this week of just that place of just well being, yeah. and I really yeah. left feeling so filled with just well being. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Tracy, the, uh, what I'm practicing as I'm listening to you is, is not getting stuck on any one point because you're just making all these, mm. oh, yes, 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 yes. The beauty of the place, the lush, the green. The thing that you said about, you know, we can only go so far on our own. And what I saw when you said that was, and the structure can only take us so far. And so it's this beautiful yeah. dance, of, right, of, of taking responsibility for our own practice while being given all of these things in the structure. I mean, you, you mentioned the guidance. You know, Sherry's, every single day Sherry's offering guidance. And so there are people who are having a guidance appointment every day. And those, I, I have exactly the experience you're pointing at where it can feel like, wow, there are all these things going on in my practice. You sit down for those relatively short few minutes with, with the guide and then boom, there it is. And so often one thing gets said that later on you just sinks in deeper and deeper and deeper and things start to, as you say, open up and get expansive and that and then there's that we're available as you started out with for that well being. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, can I say one more thing? Are we at time? Oh, no, absolutely, Tracy. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, it is, I, I, I'm just like laughing because um, when you heard, it's like the, you just like bring things wide open and then there's the next thing. It's like life just keeps continuing. <laughs> One of my last days being there, I was sharing in guidance about a highly this recurring dream that I can't get to where I'm trying to get to, like a plane or a train or something. And, um, of course, you know, I go to leave and there's a utility truck blocking my way to leave. So I like, I can't leave. <laughs> So I'm like, great. And this whole, the, and the guidance I received was something I'd never be able to see for myself of like, okay, what do I want to choose when this stuff happens? Because instead of going to passivity, so I like communicated to the utility person and like I have to leave at this certain time, you know, to make my thing. Of course, and then I run into traffic and, and the whole time I'm like, I think I'm going to miss my bus. <laughs> so, and it's like been such a fear of mine and the whole thing yesterday was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. <laughs> All I have to do is stay really present and I'm going to be guided. Yeah. And it'd be like, yeah. I got to get, you know, car, car for the, you know, gas for the car. And it'd be like, don't get off right. of this one, get off right. the next one. I get off the next one and be like, perfect, the gas station's right there. And then I'm not sure where to go here. Oh, I'll ask this person. You know? And so I just yeah. was like laughing and I, I made my boss. And, but what I just loved was just Again, I brought it to guidance, and Sherry said this one thing that flipped the whole thing around, and then I had a chance to practice it that next day. <laughs> no, you love it. You just, I mean, I'm like, it's like a, it's, yeah, go ahead. It's just like life is such a sense of humor if we, like, play yeah, along with exactly. it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> We're not afraid exactly. of it. 
exactly. Yeah. If you're not afraid of it, it's like it's playing with you, truly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it well, was Tracy, such a fabulous before week. I and... go, before I let you go, and not to put you on the spot at all, but did you have a favorite part of the property? You know, Jen, there's a chair that was brought from the Zen Center in Murphy's that was yeah. placed um, with a view of the Bell Creek. And I yeah. actually, like, fell asleep in that chair, which mm. I, it was so interesting. I was just, I, I loved sitting there. And mm. one time I just noticed mm. myself nodding off, and I, it just felt like this place of being able to really be and be held in such a relaxed way. And there was something about mm. it coming from the old property, too, which mm-hmm. just felt like this, like this continuation, that practice has continued as we all do amongst always changing times. And yeah. Yeah. that there's beauty well, to be had at anywhere. It's lovely to hear that, Tracy. We did, as we were placing that chair, we thought this is an absolutely gorgeous view <laughs> to, mm. to see as you're, as you're sitting in that chair. So it's lovely to hear that people are enjoying it. Yes. Yeah, and, and enjoying getting to actually stay on the property in the, in the little hermitage. So that's lovely that people are having that experience as well. Yeah, Jen, and you know, the the area is so beautiful. Like, I went to the mm-hmm. visitor center when I first came to town and, you know, got maps of things that I was interested in and, you know, Japanese garden downtown and, yeah. you know, there's yeah. Lavender Farm. I mean, it's absolutely yeah. stunning. And yeah. to have an opportunity yeah. and to really be in the, the, a new, the, the place um, yeah. that, you know, practice has chosen to call mm. home and, ex- you know, mm. explore the surrounding area was an absolute gift. Mm. Super, super enjoyable. So I can, yeah. I'm, I can, it really resonated why the monastery or the practice, my living yeah. passion and the practice chose yeah. to call that area home. Yeah. Well, and I, I will say that's a very reciprocal thing, Tracy. I can very much relate to loving the area and getting to know it better and better and call it home and that it feels like Sangha arriving here was the final step of making it home. So mm-hmm. it very much feels like that's a process that's happening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And just that, you know, just this, the how this property, I mean, watching, like, um, reading the New Beginnings blog and seeing the evolution of the mash mm-hmm. and you know, the tree that has, you know, um, been, you know, carved into and just like witnessing the transformation and then actually experiencing the care and love that has Mm. gone into creating what is there, which is just, there's that, again, it just felt similar to the care and love that was at the last property. And that felt really, felt really special. Yeah. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon to talk about your experience of it. Mm, Thanks for the opportunity, Jen. Can't wait to come back. (laughs) Exactly. We can't wait either. Yep. All right. (gasps) Thanks, Tracy. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And, Michael, we we did our best. I know we did not do a very good job staying to 10 minutes, but we we tried our (laughs) best. I'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. All right. Always forgiven, Jen. 
thank you, Jen, and thank you, Tracy. And welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, I could relate to that sense of, I, I want to go to swim. I've heard about that. Right. <laughs> I want to go to swim. Yeah. And then there's vacation days, uh, fights, uh, family, rental cars. <laughs> it's like yeah. that, that underlying desire sustained through all of that. Yes, yes, exactly. And which is you know, what's so wonderful from hearing uh, from somebody like Tracy because she went through all the same things and is really yeah. glad she did it. So, so we'll, yeah. we'll endeavor uh, to uh, have such a perfect experience for you too. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. It's perfect already. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one other thing about the going there that uh, somebody said to me that I wanted, I, I wanted a chance to pass along. So you remember years ago in practice, there was the story of the fellow who came home from work and uh, I can't remember what he hung in the tree outside the house, um, but every, every time he came home from work, he would put all the cares and troubles of the day into whatever that was so that when he went into yeah. his, his family, it, he didn't carry that with him. And so uh, Karen, the potter in North Carolina who makes our wonderful things, made letting go bowls. And yeah. so that we could put one outside our front door and then we could put all the cares and troubles of the day. And so somebody yeah. said, that, so because the, the way into the driveway into the property is, is not pretty, um, uh, we, you know, our neighbors are in the process of doing a lot of stuff that makes it, you know, just not the tidiness that we would wish for. So that we had this idea to bring people in through the forest that borders yes. on the on the property, right? And yes. so it, yeah. it it is just like the Olympic National Forest. I mean, it's the same mm. exact experience, right? And yes. and this person said it's so wonderful to come in, and by the t- by the time I walk through the the gate to the park and walk through all the trees and in that incredible beauty and stillness and those magnificent massive trees, I get to the gate of the property of FAZC and the whole world has just fallen away. And I'm really, I'm, I'm so ready to be here and, and receive oh. practice. So, yeah. yeah, so that's something else to look forward to. We'll bring you in oh. there in the most beautiful yes. possible way. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got somebody? Yeah. Yes, we do. Here we go. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Oh, let me try this again. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi. I just wanted to... um, Concur with everything Tracy said, <laughs> even though it was um, It was just an amazing two days. I um, drove 14 hours one way from Calgary to get there, and another 14 hours to get back. Wow! Bless your heart. It was uh, worth every every moment that I spent together with you and Ashwini and Jen. And you know, I I just thought it was brilliant that. Sangha was already so well set up to do remote 
workshops or virtual workshops when when COVID hit, and that's really mm-hmm. carried me through uh, all that, and it's been wonderful and super valuable. And yet, being on 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 site, it just it can't. There's nothing I can't compare it to anything else. So yeah, it was just really so valuable for me to be there with with everyone and and just practice together. So I have a renewed sense of. I don't know what I was when I was driving back. I, I I'm I'm just in this wonderful state, and I stop at a gas station. I'm filling up, and I'm looking at the sunset in a gas station. Right, the freeways, you know, like mm. not that far away, and there's a sun setting and a wind breeze on me, and I like poof. I have this really present moment uh, experience uh-huh. right then and there. You know, so um, yeah. not that I ever have those other times and not like I'm trying to recreate that experience but it was just so wonderful it's just to be just happened just to be present and to be present for that moment even at a gas station (laughs) yes yes well and of course I'm reminded you know when you're there filling up and Tracy used that expression of leaving feeling so full Um, and so that that's that's it that's that's it (laughs) I mean we're here and 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 life is just clearly a very beautiful thing so and i will say steve uh the property is very grateful for all that weeding oh <laughs> well mm-hmm. i was happy to and i'm especially uh, grateful because as we spoke about i'm obsessed <laughs> like with the, when when there's all we're you know we're not from a place where there's this kind of water and uh so it have it having it so lush of course lush means growth <laughs> right. Right. and yeah. and a lot of that is weeds and uh, yeah. uh of course you know weeds are just uh, uh as we know plants that we didn't choose to have there uh, but if we're not careful uh you know it becomes something that we can't get through and so to have the help with uh with uh what? letting them yeah. get from where they were to becoming compost for the next growth was very helpful yeah it's funny i just didn't feel like i was with the program i showed up 10 minutes late on saturday with my work boots on you know i read workshop and i thought oh this is the working meditation part (laughs) anyway i I was learning as i went the whole weekend but uh, i just yeah really i've always wanted to give something back and it was just for me it was a first it was a selfish desire to have a sense of giving something back that that's why i wanted Mm. to do something Mm -hmm. so well, and I wouldn't say it's selfish at all. I, it's heart opening. It's that place that we always talk about. You know, yeah. when we receive, it, it just makes us generous. We just, you know, we feel we feel the love and we and we want to share it. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. Well, I can see you folks are turning this beautiful property that already was beautiful into a Zen garden. I can just see it happening. I could see it mm. happening in front of me. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to coming good. back and doing oh, another session, yes. work session. <laughs> All right, good, good. Well, we'll look forward to having you. So anytime it works. Absolutely, okay. And look, All hopefully, right. hopefully you can make it soon, Michael. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, Steve. And Steve, I cannot mute you. So if you could uh, mute yourself or call back in, that would be fabulous. Thank you. And sure, it's great to hear so much uh, Summer of Sangha and all these people who have been there. It's great. Yes. And, you know, 
I, I will say uh, I, I, I have uh, had my own little workshop going because for the whole time we were, the months that we've been working getting this place ready, the weather has been just extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. And on the Saturday before, uh, before our first person arrived on the Monday, um, it rained. <laughs> It rained, and it was like this was the day of the big push. We were going to do the final everything, and it rained, and it hasn't stopped. It basically, uh, somebody called it um, June gloom, and I thought, oh, goodness, this must be kind of a regular thing. Um, I mean, it has been overcast and rainy and cold, and I keep saying to people, it's not, but it's not like this, but really it's not like this, and then day after day it's like this. Um, and actually, I've grown to love it because, you know, coming from California and living at this time of year in 90-plus degrees and and uh, concern about wildfires, I mean, that's not happening this year, thank God, but, uh, you know, for at least the last decade, it just can't be um, wet enough for me. Uh, but tomorrow, yes. I keep telling people tomorrow, and tomorrow, Michael, it really is going to be different, so... Yeah, by the time you get here, we sh- we're we're looking for sunny skies and perfect temperatures, so not to worry. Good, good. I was hoping you'd arrange that for me. So that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. We're on it. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. And we have another caller here. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Um, hi, this is Aaron in Massachusetts. Hey, Aaron. Um, so I was calling because I've been, you know, struggling a little bit recently with a lot of conditioning coming after me, and I just, uh, some things in the call tonight really struck, stick, stuck with me, like, um, you were talking about, um, how conditioning gets you in this, like, ping-ponging thing, and mm-hmm. you kind of lose yourself there, um, mm-hmm. but I think that, like, I know, I think the the piece where I'm, which almost is weirdly the most challenging, is that I have had, especially since, you know, hanging out with you guys, I have had so much um, peace or freedom or relaxation. But just in the last couple of weeks, it's I've been, conditioning's really been going after me. And so I, anyway, that's why. <laughs> Well, Aaron, and so are you saying, so it used to be, and then you started really focusing on practicing awareness, mm-hmm. get these times of peace and freedom and relaxation, and then here it comes, mm-hmm. right? Ego, mm-hmm. ego comes after you. Mm-hmm. And do you realize how normal that is? Mm. That yeah. That's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. That's yeah, a funny was, way to put it, but it is. Right. I mean, in the soulless being like, okay, so you're doing well. Great. I'm going to come after you. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. If, 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 you, if you weren't doing great, first of all, you wouldn't have had that time of freedom and peace and relaxation. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have happened. You've just been in the same thing. And so, okay, great, Aaron. You've had a nice time. That's great. You've been on a little vacation here. But let's get back to real life, okay, where you're going to be tortured and you're going to be suffering and you're going to be a crop. 
that ego is going to harvest to, uh, you know, mm. munch up all that delicious suffering that it's producing. And yeah. so what happens instead is you get to see how you are with it now. Hmm. True, because I'm with it now, and I'm like, this is unnecessary. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I like feel it, like yes. feel it like really intensely, but I know, like, it, at a minimum, intellectually, like, yeah, the, the evening is beautiful. The dog is adorable. The flowers are coming out. Like, all that yeah. other stuff isn't here right now. You know, that's right. That's right. There is, in fact, nothing wrong, mm-hmm. and. And you, we all, because it, it is the, the process, the human process, right? You have to leave the relaxation, the peace, the beauty, right? The freedom. Mm. You have to leave that mm. in order to go in an, into an imaginary world, mm-hmm. a conversation with ego in order to suffer. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, it can seem sort of obvious when you're there in that place with the cute puppy and the, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, come on, Aaron. Obviously, there is nothing wrong here, right? But when you're in that situation with those people, in that, <laughs> it's really hard to convince ourselves that, yeah, there isn't anything wrong here either mm-hmm. until mm. we realize, until we realize that the same process is operating. If you're right there with what's going on, just right there with what's going on, there's nothing wrong. You're not suffering. You have to leave the right there to go into a conversation with ego about how they're this way and they think that and they're doing Mm -hmm. that and you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? Same process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true because right now the process is a lot around like uh, if I were whatever, then I would know the answer to the problem that, like, I'm facing. Or um, everyone is expecting something of me, and I'm not doing it, but I also don't know what that thing is, and I'm trying to read their minds. Uh, yes. But, that, but that's a process in the head, whereas, like, when I'm sitting there, like, in a meeting or whatever, I mean... <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, I'm just, I'm always looking for tactics on how to, like, solve yeah. the problem in the moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you were here, I'd send you to Ashwini to to do a process thing with you about, you know, so practice with this one, that. But mm-hmm. um, we can't do that, so you're stuck with me. Mm. And um, and so here here would be my approach to it. Mm. There, There you are in the meeting, and mm. everything in us believes that that what we're hearing inside our head is true and real and necessary. Mm -hmm. But if you realize that everything that's there that you're being told is a projection from ego onto you and onto them, and if you come, if you just recognize that and don't go with it, you just stay Mm. with sitting there breathing, staying calm, listening to what people are saying, reflecting them, being interested, being engaged with them, right? I'm betting that you're going to have a lot more success Mm. in accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Because what you want to accomplish is for things to work, not Mm -hmm. just for you, 
but for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. want Absolutely. everybody to be, yeah, to be successful, to be happy, to feel good, to be in well-being so that you're, you're working together, going in the same direction. And, and the energy that you can bring, that's the energy that you can bring to the situation. Mm. And if mm-hmm. you do, what's going to happen, and you're going to tell me if this is true, what's going to happen is they're going to feel that shift in you. Mm. They're going to feel that you have gone from it being all about you and they are in some uh, undisclosed way the opposition to you're really interested in them and supportive of them and you care about them and it's going to make them generous. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah, this and, it, and actually, as you talk through that, I can see like the the issue that I'm facing. It's so small. So much of my life is actually like it, this is all about work right now for me. But like, is, uh-huh. is like you know being super curious about how we can help people, and and I love those conversations. And I just had like a week of them last week, um, and it was delightful. And it's just this this there's there's this one small other part where I. Like, don't bring that level of generosity. That's right. Uh, and yeah. that's for you, isn't it? That, that's mm-hmm. for you to get to see that. Mm-hmm. Because then you, once you're clear about that, without any self-hate, you know you can turn that around. Yeah. We're saying these words, though, and I still have this conditioning, this voice in my head that is saying, well, but I'm supposed to know all the answers. So yeah, I well, like you can say, fun. you can say to that voice, you are full of it, mm. and I am going to stop having conversations with you, mm. because no one has all the answers. Mm. No one does. It, it, it's this, it's one of my favorite rants, Aaron. I probably had it with you in the past, <laughs> but you know that people fall for the idea that you could know what has not happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's ludicrous. The only way that we can believe such a thing is that we were brainwashed into believing it before we had the ability to recognize that it's ludicrous. Mm. Right, like your, right, like your parents, right? Like I always thought, like, my dad knew everything. That's right. <laughs> And he's That's a lovely right. well, person. He didn't. He's a lovely person, but he, he doesn't know everything. Nope. <laughs> you know? Nope. Nope. And, and nobody can. But mm. it's so important to conditioned human beings to pretend that and to believe mm. it. And the suffering that results from it is just hideous. So mm. for you to not entertain that voice puts you in a position of actually being here. So again, Mm. if we go for our favorite sports analogies, you know, uh, so if you were a basketball player and you're one of those, you know, you're Steph Curry, right? And you're getting paid mega, 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 mega bucks to to play brilliant basketball. Mm -hmm. He is not figuring out ahead of time what to do. Mm -hmm. He is doing Mm. what he's doing because he is so tuned in and so present that whatever tiny move happens anywhere, he's ready. He's there for it. And so he yeah. can be brilliant. 
because mm-hmm. he's really here, not off in a conversation about, well, I should know the answer to that. But I'm so lost in a conversation about I should know the answer to that that I'm not even hearing the question. Right. Well, and, and, and like just to keep extending the um, basketball piece, um, I don't know if you saw the interview with Giannis after they didn't make the, whatever, the Eastern Conference Finals, and pe- somebody's asking him, like, why didn't you make the Eastern Conference Finals? And he's like, do you ask everybody when they had a bad day at work why they had a bad day at work? I show up doing my very best every day. It was the most incredible thing ever. Yeah. So it's like it, the most it, brilliant it, people. It, Still yeah. miss, it, you know? It's what happened because it's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it should, it could prove to us that life is not interested in ego ego standards, ego's mm. ideas about how we should be that are only in place to cause suffering. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, because, is such a fun, this is so in place to cause me suffering. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah. If, we, if, we, if we stay with it, right, if that voice in your head really wanted you to be successful, it would be saying things like, you've got this, Aaron. Okay, mm. now just... You know, just breathe, just pay really close attention. You, you're good. You, you've, you've got this. But that's not what it's doing. Because it mm-hmm. wants you to fail and yeah. then beat you up for failing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got this, Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Well, just a, <laughs> just a plug for, just a plug for, like, being on the show you know, like listening to the show and listening to recordings right. and recording That's and right. listening. Like I just have been going extra hard and like I'm, I don't have it all, but I, it, I'm not crying. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's right. Well, you're seeing it for what it is. You're in yeah. a really intense workshop mm-hmm. and, and yeah. you're seeing it and you're seeing mm-hmm. what's going on and that's what we're here for. That's mm-hmm. the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, take care of yourself. Stand Thank touch. you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Yep. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. And Aaron, I cannot mute you. So if you could mute yourself or hang up and call back in, we'd appreciate that. Although it would be kind of a waste of time to call back <laughs> in, wouldn't it? Because all we're going to do is well, say goodnight, aren't we? <laughs> well, the first thing I want to say is thank you for that phone call, Sherry, because I received exactly the guidance that I needed. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh, oh, very good. So Erin, there, there, add that to the service that she's doing in the world right there, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Sherry. And thank you, Michael. Thanks, everybody, huh? Go happy. Yes, everybody. Go happy. Bye. Bye-bye.